Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. This is where we look at various nutrition and fitness-related topics through the lens of application. We want to give you practical takeaways so that you can create your healthiest, best self backed by knowledge. Now, on to the episode with your host, Coach Lisa. Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. My name is Lisa, I'm your host, and in today's episode, I want to talk about how to get your micronutrients in through whole foods without supplementation. Before we get into the episode, though, welcome to every new listener. If you like the show, please do me a favor, subscribe, rate it, share it on your social media. It is the best way to help me grow. And of course, if you are a returning listener, welcome back. Why do I want to talk about this topic? Well, a few episodes ago, I spoke about supplements and which ones I think are really, really important, which ones can really help optimize someone's performance, someone's life overall, someone's sleep and I received a lot of questions saying, well, I don't have the financials. What can I do to counter that? Um, I don't want to take so many pills. Can I still have an optimal diet? And the answer is you can still have very, very good nutrition and very much cover most of your bases. I will still say that most people are going to benefit from consuming a few supplements at least, such as omega-3, such as creatine, probably vitamin D, depending on where you live, maybe magnesium. But here are my strategies for how you can cover the majority of your micronutrients through diet alone. I'm going to start with calcium simply because I believe um, a lot of women in particular underestimate the importance of consuming calcium or they overestimate how much calcium um, they consume actually. So the first strategy here would be to consume a serving, so potentially something like a cup of non-fat Greek yogurt per day. This should cover a large amount of your calcium requirements, even if you are going through menopause or throughout that very important time in, in your teens as well, where so much of your bone health is determined. So I would most certainly include that into my diet on a daily basis. The second part would be um, to cover some of your omega-3s, which are so important for um, as an antioxidant function, just simply healthy fats overall, countering some of the more negative um, impacts or the, the, the stress that we add to our body through training, etc. And that would be by consuming salmon, mackerel, or other kind of fatty fish about two to three times per week high quality um, and uh, about, I mean, it's difficult to say here in terms of quantities, uh, I would say about four to six ounces. The third part covering a large amount of iron, vitamin B, some of the zinc would be to consume red meat, high quality red meat, lean cuts of red meat two to three times per week. Um, high quality protein source of course also but we're talking about micronutrients here so in order to avoid having to take an iron or b vitamin supplement or zinc supplement that is what i would um have on a regular basis so salmon mackerel or other kind of fatty fish two to three times per week red meat two to three times per week and the other protein um, portions coming from uh, chicken or turkey as well as an egg every day. 
So again, with the chicken, we are largely going to cover or we're going to cover more of our zinc needs and eggs, one whole egg per day contains a lot of great vitamins, vitamin K, good cholesterol, etc. So those would be the that would be the basis of my protein needs covering a lot of the calcium, zinc, iron, vitamin B, etc. <clears throat> as well as the omega-3s as I mentioned before. In addition to that, I would add in some bone broth. Um potentially or mostly that is, is more for like collagen so skin health, hair, nails, but of course also contributing to our joint health. So that is what I would probably implement um, maybe two, three times per week. Of course, if you can consume it daily, a cup of bone broth, that is absolutely amazing. Ideally homemade, you could cook a whole chicken in there and then savoring the bone broth for the rest of the week, just having a little bit of that on a, on a re regular basis. Then going further, I would, or moving on to, to grains, to more the carb sources, I guess I would implement at least one serving of grains per day. So probably a serving of oats, uh, really dependent on your overall caloric needs. But let's just say you might be in a dieting phase or your calorie requirements are on the lower side. I would simply allow for one portion of, of oats, potentially something like you know, if you're a smaller female, maybe 40 grams of oats measure draw. Um, that contains fiber, magnesium, and just overall super satiating food, a ton of other micronutrients, vitamin B as well, especially if you cook it well or if you um, soak it as an overnight oats, really, really good start to your day. Of course, you can oats, eat oats at different times of the day, but most people eat oats in the morning. And this, of course, could also be something like quinoa or brown rice. You can mix that up. It doesn't always have to be oats. The second more carby item on this list here is going to be beans. And this one I might put into brackets because not everybody tolerates beans or legumes that well. However, if you can... A small portion of beans, even if it's just maybe 50 grams cooked or so, is incredibly high in magnesium and copper and vitamin Bs as well. So it definitely is beneficial. You could even just have that um, as like part of a turkey chili or, you know, it doesn't have to be like super bean based uh, if you don't tolerate it so well. And it might not have to be every single day, but perhaps every second day. And also here playing a little bit with the variety. So one day having um, chickpeas, another day maybe kidney beans, lentils, etc. They, they all are incredibly high in micronutrients. On top of that, on a daily basis, I would implement uh, some further starches such as potatoes or sweet potatoes. Once again, it doesn't have to be that huge um, plate of potatoes that we often associate with all oh, too many carbs. Potatoes are actually incredibly high in potassium and vitamin C, especially if you consume them with their skin on. And um, most people or a, a lot of uh, people do need to consume more carbs around their workouts, especially if they want to optimize their recovery. They don't need to, but ideally we want to have more carbs around our workouts. So potatoes and sweet potatoes are a great source here. 
Moving on from that to a little bit uh, lower caloric, but very, very, very high micronutrient dense foods. I would advise implementing two portions of greens every single day. So that would ideally be one serving of dark leafy greens, for example, kale, spinach, etc., and one serving potentially of cruciferous greens that could be Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and so on. These are very, very high in antioxidants. So again, fighting our um, free radicals, the free radicals in our body, the that come into existence because of the stress that we're exposed to. They are high in vitamin A, vitamin K, and so on. Like the list here when it comes to the benefits of greens is really long. Additionally, another food item, very high in antioxidants. So really helpful for anti-aging purposes, for recovery purposes, is blueberries. Berries in general, blueberries, though, tend to be on the very... Um, you know, top of the list, more or less. And on, in addition to the blueberries, I would advise maybe one further portion of fruit per day. That portion I would probably keep rather varied. So depending on seasonality, depending on what you feel like, depending on what time of the day, for instance, around your training time as a pre-workout, consuming a banana is going to be really great for the potassium effect effects. It's Quick, absorb, quickly absorbed and digested, or instead if you chose to have some fruit pre-bedtime, pre you could have um, some kiwi fruit there, um, another really high antioxidant fruit item would be tart cherry juice concentrate. So not the actual juice, which often has a ton of sugar added to it, but tart cherries or tart cherry concentrate has been shown to help with sleep, help, uh, has been shown to be incredibly high in um, vitamin C and therefore also helping our stress management that way. But again, I would keep that sec second portion here rather very just depending on what you're after really. Um, and then to top that off, so we had our two portions of greens, we had the berries, we had one um, further portion of fruit. Um, I would also add in at least one or two more colors when it comes to vegetables. And again, here a little bit of variety is probably best. So for instance, um, some orange for carrots or some bell peppers for extra vitamin C. Uh, this could also be another root vegetable. So kind of playing around with whatever is in season once again. And I'm not going to count uh, the next one towards our fruit, but starting your day off with a glass of lemon water uh, with vitamin C in there, obviously, um, is a really good way to just have I guess, load up on vitamin C to start your day with, but also for the acidity reason first thing in the morning. You could put in a little bit of ginger in there just to help help out further. And on that note, I would also recommend overall cooking with a variety of herbs and spices. So uh, rosemary, for example, or a little bit uh, chili here and there other green uh, fresh uh, fresh leafy herbs um, like basil or uh, parsley 
all of these, even if they just seem like, oh, that's just going to add a little bit of flavor, they actually also have uh, some micronutrients that you're going to benefit from. Now, rounding this off with, um, I guess, even further things or more things for your digestive health would be a portion of probiotics in your daily routine. So this could be a glass of kombucha. This could be some kefir, which would be another good addition to your calcium intake. This could be sauerkraut, which would be another good addition to your cruciferous vegetable intake and um, vegetable intake overall. And so some sort of portion of probiotic food on a daily basis is most certainly going to be helpful, even though we're not necessarily talking about gut health here and rather micronutrients. But of course, this is also going to contain some micronutrients. Uh, however, I don't want to forget the importance of seeds and nuts when it comes to covering all our bases in um, in micronutrients. So I would also include one Brazil nut on a daily basis for selenium mostly. And then on top of that, I would absolutely include a, a tablespoon of some sort of seeds for example, in those oats in the morning, that could be flaxseed, that could be psyllium husk, that could be pumpkin seeds. You can mix that, you could match, you could, um, you know, swap from day to day. You're probably going to get really good results from that. Or you can just find one that you like and keep that in your oats. And then I would add another portion um, of nuts. So for example, maybe, again, depending on your caloric um requirements at the moment uh, another portion of nuts so whatever preference you have uh, some almonds some walnuts for brain health and so on um, maybe about somewhere even just somewhere between 10 to 30 grams is going to be very beneficial additionally probably every day or every second day trying to have a tablespoon of olive oil overall over the course of the day it's a really really great um source of monounsaturated fatty acids that's most certainly going to contribute also to your to your heart health to um just overall well-being and um I know that this is often tricky if people come from more of like, hey, a fear of fat or if people not wanting to, quote unquote, waste any calories on um, olive oil. But even just cooking, perhaps, you know, in your lunch, a teaspoon and your dinner, a teaspoon, and that's all good. Uh, when it comes to performance enhancing things, um, so I guess in terms of aiding with the lack of, of, not the lack of, but since we're not consuming creatine, so potentially helping your training more, could actually be caffeine. So uh, ca caffeine is studied very, very well, not as well as creatine, but it is obviously a performance enhancer. <laughs> so you might as well try to get the very, very best out of your training utilizing the caffeine as long as you train earlier on in the day. And then let's not forget, since you're not consuming any vitamin D, or uh, probably very certainly not enough through your diet, it's incredibly difficult to get enough vitamin D through diet, um, next to impossible actually. So in that case, we really want to make sure we are getting in some outside time in here. Uh, so depending on the time of the year, of course, depending on where you live, uh, but just 
very generally speaking, maybe an hour walking outside. That's probably still not going to cover your needs, especially in winter time or in um, even in, in the transition periods. But it's going to be you're not going to <laughs> it's not going to be detrimental or harmful or hurtful. Let me put it that way. So overall, I will I will give you a little bit of a summary or what a sample day could look like. But overall, of course, we want to make sure we're covering our protein needs so that we are covering those amino acids and the lack of the creatine supplementation. We also want to make sure we're salting our meals sufficiently, ideally with iodized salt, um, since we're not supplementing with anything else here. Uh, and uh, to help our electrolytes, particularly if you are someone who trains a lot, who's an active individual. I would also really make sure f to limit alcohol for the most part, even if people say, like, oh, what about red wine? Um, but just any kind of additional toxin exposure, such as through alcohol or, of course, limiting um, the toxins in your environment through um, plastic, through uh commercial skincare and cleaning products, all these kinds of things, they're just going to contribute or make it harder for your body to um, to to not, not well, your body's going to prioritize getting the toxins out as opposed to just having everything else op optimized. So the less toxin exposure we can have, the better really. And then of course, on top of that, really just the recommendation to focus on sleep to help with uh, to help your body recover and for you to be as fresh mentally as possible and um, just focusing on, on overall stress management and still including the right amount and the right kind of exercise. So as a, in, a, in summary, I guess your day could look like this. You get up, you have your lemon water with some ginger in there. You um, have your overnight oats with the Greek yogurt mixed in there um, and the tablespoon of um, flaxseed potentially with your blueberries on top. Then, um, oh, I, one thing I forgot to mention too, a little bit of dark chocolate here and there is actually a great antioxidant, also has a lot of other um, valuable micronutrients. So that could be uh, something that you could have with your morning coffee, for instance, or um, yeah. <laughs> um, for, uh, and then moving on from that morning time to your lunch time here I would have uh, the salmon or other times of the week maybe the red meat and um, adding some sweet potatoes to that some um, Brussels sprouts or broccoli and maybe a little bit of avocado as well just for some more healthy fats. I didn't haven't mentioned that yet, but it's a great source of fiber um, and everything else. The the beef or the salmon here I cooked in a teaspoon of oil, olive oil. Then in the afternoon, as it is, um, as I'm getting a little bit snacky, perhaps, and I know my workout is coming up. Um, I will have a banana. I will have um, 
Potentially in here, you could also add a little bit more of low-fat cottage cheese for the extra calcium. You could also move that to your dinner time. I haven't mentioned that yet, but um, that's not a must. I think as long as you have like one serving of calcium in the sense of yogurt, that's already great. But we want to have some sort of quick carb source, potentially um, a little bit of protein, ideally before your workout as well. So that could be... Um, a whole egg or some egg whites cooked up in, in a little egg white muffin uh, and then going into your training session after your training we might want to have um, another source of, of grains here but more importantly the chicken chicken broth you could have had that throughout the day as well or with your meal and um, maybe with your beans with some dark leaf leafy greens like your spinach um, and some other vegetables such as um, potentially carrots or uh, what else did we mention earlier on a little bit of sauerkraut for your probiotics as well and then after dinner a little while later you feel like having another small snack and here you could have the kiwi fruit as it's, it, it is supposed to help with sleep as well or your tart cherry juice to help with your antioxidant um, intake. And again, if you're still, if you're still, um, you still have some calories to spare and some protein to go for, then you could have your low-fat cottage cheese here. And I would mix in some of the, the Brazil nuts and the extra nuts that I still had in, um, listed as well. That could be an, a sample day where you really largely cover a lot of micronutrients, certainly your calcium, your iron, if it's the red meat or omega-3s if you have the salmon, your vitamin Bs, your um, fiber intake as well, uh, copper, magnesium, potassium, and so on. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions about this, of course, it's going to be or would be a lot more difficult if you were plant-based in that instance i would say we are not going to get around vitamin b supplementation and it would be rather challenging to hit your protein intake without any protein powders um but yeah this is just a sample day for some someone who wants to eat a whole foods based diet um with an omnivore approach if you have any further recommendations or questions for, for future episodes, don't hesitate to drop them into the comments here or to contact me on social media as well. I hope you enjoyed the listen and have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode on social. Very much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nutrition Coaching and Life or head to our website www.nutritioncoachingandlife.com, where we provide more valuable content. Have a wonderful day. Now go out and work on your best self.